If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You just found the most downloaded fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Mind Pump, right? In today's episode, we answered live callers' questions, but this was after an intro portion, 59 minutes long. So where we talk about current events, scientific studies, fitness, and much more. Uh, you can check the show notes for timestamps if you just want to fast forward to your favorite part. Also, do you want to be on an episode like this one where you can talk to us live? Email us your question at live at mindpumpmedia.com. Now, this episode is brought to you by some sponsors. The first one is Ned. They make full-spectrum hemp oil extract to help with things like anxiety, sleep, uh, inflammation. This is CBD you feel legit. You take it 45 minutes later, you know you took something. Go check them out. Go to helloned.com forward slash mind pump. Use the code mind pump and get 15% off. It's also brought to you by ButcherBox. They deliver grass-fed meats, wild-caught fish, heritage pork to your door. So you'll save money and get healthy meat. So if you eat a high-protein diet, you're interested in building muscle, being lean, or just being healthy, check them out. Go to butcherbox.com forward slash mind pump. And with that link, you'll get $20 off your first box. We're also running a sale right now. Maps Symmetry is half off and the RGB Bundle is half off. Both of them, 50% off. If you're interested, go to mapsfitnessproducts.com and then use the discount code September50 for the 50% off discount. All right, here comes the show. T-shirt time! And it's T-shirt time! Oh, shit, Doug. You know it's my favorite time of the week. We have two winners this week, one for Apple Podcasts, one for Facebook. The Apple Podcast winner is Rachel Browses. And for Facebook, we have Justin Nevis. All, both of you are winners. Uh, send the name I just read to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com. Include your shirt size and your shipping address, and we'll get that shirt right out to you. If you suffer from anxiety or low to moderate depression or other mental health issues, I have some help for you. The data is clear, crystal clear. There's one thing that'll help more than anything else. Exercise, to be more specific, Strength training. Strength training has been shown to alleviate low to moderate depression and anxiety better than talk therapy, even better than medications. Now, of course, I'm not a doctor, so check with your doctor, but look it up yourself. It's one of the, or if not the most effective ways to help yourself alleviate or prevent anxiety and depression. Being fit and strong also helps your brain, your mind, and your mood. So if you're not doing those things and you feel terrible, try them out. Watch what happens. Do you think the reason why this isn't being prescribed more is a lack of awareness or do you think it's more a risk uh, issue why a lot of doctors aren't already prescribing this as the first line of defense? Uh, you know, honestly, if I'm being um, 100% honest and giving a lot of, and being great, I guess, giving them some grace, I think really has to do with lack of awareness is probably one of them, although that one's increasing. And then the other one is just application. So when you're a doctor, uh, you don't have a lot of time with patients. You're going from patient to patient. Yeah, It's hard enough. I don't know if you guys know this. You get but a little bit jaded uh, because of, yeah, when you do give good advice like that. They don't do it. They don't do it. The, you know what the data shows on medications, on people taking a pill? There's a, there's a, high, percent, a high percentage of people that forget or don't even take their medications. Mm -hmm. So then a doctor is going to come out and say, hey, I know you're depressed. You should go exercise regularly. So their theory is like this. There's, I'm going to see 10 people. I'm going to give, in the 10 people, I'm going to give five the advice to go 
strength train. I'm going to give five uh, the uh, opportunity to take a pill. Then uh, all of, or then another five or five. I'm going to give both advice and the likelihood that the strength training advice is going to happen one out of five or zero out of five is going to do it. But yeah. all five people will at least take the pill and that helps them by 10%. And so I I'll take so. the 10% over the 80% improvement because mathematically that still wins. Yeah, I, I would think, think so. some sort of rationalization like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like they probably have to do sort of like what's most effective in this specific demographic in front of me. That's, That's it. A- and I think the other issue is that the studies, uh, because studies require funding, so this is just this is just part of the the program, part of the system, is that there's a lot of studies on depression and medications because this is something that people suffer from and it's potential profits. Exercise, who profits from funding a study like this, right? So we're seeing the studies come out now and they're showing some pretty incredible things. Mm-hmm. So it's both awareness and the fact that people won't do it, but we need to continue to to preach this because look, here's what the data shows. When they compare like strength training or exercise to, let's say, traditional um, either talk therapy or SSRIs for, you know, low to moderate depression, anxiety, they're like on par in like a 12 or 16 week period. But if you extend it out, it actually continues to work better because you don't get down regulation of receptors like you do with medications. You don't get the side effects. A lot of these medications cause weight gain or erectile dysfunction or sexual issues or they become more numb. Uh, they can't feel other things. Fitness and exercise, not only does it help with the depression and anxiety, it improves everything else when you apply it properly. And you guys know this as well as I do. If someone just started exercising now, imagine the benefits they got in year two and year three versus the first 16 months. It, like it's even you get even better benefits as you continue to yeah, practice it, it and it learn compounds. It. it compounds. So it's literally the single best thing that we have uh to improve our mental health. There's, so- there's nothing that compares. In a in a capitalist society that allows uh, medications to be advertised on radio and television, and that takes up seventy to eighty percent of the advertising that's out there, is it even possible for something that's holistic to ever outcompete uh, a drug? It doesn't I matter. I don't care if it's ninety nine percent. You have to change, yeah, a lot of the messages. Yeah, you know why? Well, because and you won't though, because there's back to because, your your yeah, money point. Right. And if 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 it's about money, money is driving the markets. The the seventy percent of all commercials are dr- drug commercials. If it's a holistic answer, uh, it's it, it'll never win because. It'll always get outcompeted. Yeah, but here's why I don't think that's that that's really the main issue. People know that exercise and eating right makes you lose weight. We have an obesity issue, yet nobody's still doing it. Yeah. So I don't think it's an awareness thing as much as it's like people don't want to do it. I'm not sure. That's or they don't know fa- how to apply. I don't, I don't know if that's a fair comparison though. Well, I mean, what's, let me ask you guys this: How easy is it to convince somebody to start exercising and then to do it right and to do it forever? Right? It's not. It's yeah. hard. So I think that a lot of it has to do with that. There's definitely an awareness issue for sure. So I'm not, you know, discounting what you're saying, Adam. Uh, that's that's a big part of it. But the other part is people have to do it, um, you know, and you have to do it regularly and consistently. And it's not as easy as just popping a pill. Yeah, I feel like I feel like people that are that really struggle with anxiety. I think if I, I want to believe that a majority of them, if they really understood how profound uh, strength training uh, exercise could be for them in comparison to what the doctor is is prescribing them. I want to believe more people would do it, you know, and cause you could do that and not be successful with like weight loss. Right. Like mm-hmm. it, 
weight loss, uh, burning body fat, building muscle requires another level of commitment and dedication because there's also nutrition that's involved in that. You can't just exercise right. and lose right. w weight necessarily. You could exercise all you want, but if you're in a caloric surplus all the time and eating bad food- Well, so long as you're not overtraining, you're going to improve your mental health. Right. Exercise. That's what I mean. So yeah. it's like even even- even like uh, not the greatest diet with proper strength training and exercise is going to show profound movements in the right direction for anxiety and yeah. depression. You know so. what the other challenge too, though, is because uh, I've worked with clients who um, who did uh, find the benefits of exercise to be profound for their anxiety and depression, a lot of clients. The challenge is also when you feel the kind of anxiety that starts to impact your life mm -hmm. and the kind of depression where, where you identify it, it's hard to, to do anything, yeah. let alone start an exercise program, right? Like if you're anxious and you're kind of depressed, you don't want to go to work. You don't want to get up out of bed. You don't want to like deal with your spouse. Now someone's like, hey, start this new thing, go into a gym, do this thing that well, you've never done before. It almost compounds in the the reverse direction, yeah. right? Because you start living too much in your own mind yeah. and then you don't use your body in a way where now you're getting that kind of stimulus that your body's prioritizing. So it just keeps kind of repeating these thoughts and loops and, um, and you start really obsessing over future and things that you have no control over. Uh, when in fact, I think that's what a lot of, if you want to just like simplify it a bit of like what you're kind of relieving yourself of, um, uh, I lost is, my train of is thought, you but. not trying to focus on the future, right? Yeah. I mean, isn't that, is that really what's so profound about? Well, also being able to have control over your, your body in terms of improving your body, yeah. right? Like you don't have a lot of control out there. Uh, at work sometimes or, or like what's happening in the world or whatever it is that's that's sort of this loop and this this trap that you're in. So yeah. I you know one of the, I've heard someone define uh you know anxiety as as purely just uh thinking about what's to come in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if you the were to just driven. stop thinking about what's to come in the future, you would completely alleviate the anxiety. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. So be present, right? Right. In, in other words, in right. simpler terms, be hyper present. Okay, well, easier said than done for somebody who has crippling anxiety. But put 300 pounds on your bar on your back and try and perform a perfect squat. And I don't care how ang anxious you are. You're super you present. have to be You're super yeah. present. Yeah. And so do you, do you think that's really uh, it? I mean, distilled down to it in its simplest form, what's really going on. Oh, there. Part like, of it. There's also the improvement in overall health, reduction, inflammation, building muscle. I mean, you, you release chemicals into the body that are feel good. So maybe that's what makes it so magical cells. It isn't just that. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's like, so many things. It's like, it forces you to be hyper present, which is the is the is definitely the yep. big rock. Right? It's also like, like, it's also empowering. It's also this journey right. and learning and growth. Yeah, and then you have the organizing your effects. hormones. Yes. You're 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 building Blood your muscles. You're yeah, helping effects. your metabolism. You're probably going to sleep better. So it's just people don't realize this. That the I mean, it's not even in the same universe. No, it's, like, it's no. not even close. Listen, people need to realize something that uh, obviously we know our brain is where we get our thoughts and our consciousness, right? And when we're taking antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication, it's affecting the brain. That's what makes you feel a particular way. If your body's sick, so is your brain. Just like a heart that's not healthy or a liver that's not healthy. If you're not healthy, your brain isn't operating in a healthy way. And so it's going to make you feel not so healthy. You are more likely to feel depressed. You are more likely to feel anxious. You are more likely to feel negative with an unhealthy brain versus a healthy brain. So there's also the physical aspect of it, not just the 
empowerment and the, you know, I'm doing this thing and I'm growing and I'm going out and doing this thing. I'll tell you, I'll, here's what I like. Here's how I used to like to use or work with doctors, with patients who had anxiety and depression. They would use these medications as a bridge because mm -hmm. sometimes you're so anxious and you're, you, you, and you're depressed. It's so hard to just get up mm -hmm. and do something. So they would use these medications as a way to get up and then do the things that are the things that they should be doing long-term. So it's like, okay, I'm doing this now. So I can get out of bed. I can go to go work. I can go to the gym. I can work out and then slowly wean themselves off as the exercise starts to take over and become the thing that really, you know, helps them the most. You know, there's a lot of, look, there's also a lot of natural things that can help. They don't compare to the pharmaceuticals, but they also don't have the same kind of side effects. So like you could look at St. John's wort, by the way, if you are being medicated for these things, you must talk to your doctor before taking any of the things I'm going to talk about, especially if you plan on not taking your medication, don't not take your medication without talking to your doctor. Yeah. That could be quite dangerous, but St. John's wort helps Sam E helps uh, with depression for a lot of people. Creatine helps um, cannabinoids. Cannabinoids see mm -hmm. in, in some people have profound effects with depression uh, and anxiety and inflammation. CBD is one of them. I mean, we work with a company- We just had a caller the other day, didn't we? We just yeah, had a caller yeah. that was talking about that was how profound that was Yeah, we work with Ned. They make a full spectrum hemp oil extract. And um, that one you feel, and I could totally see how that would help with the acute feelings of anxiety or feeling kind of down. But the way I feel like you should use these things, let's say you take Ned because it makes you feel better, right? Uh, don't just rely on that. Use the Ned to feel better so then you can do the things you know that are going to be beneficial for you long-term, the things that you know don't require you taking something or medicating. Yeah. That's one of the best ways, in my opinion, uh, to use them. But I swear, when you look at the, like if exercise, if the effects of exercise on, if you compare the mental and psychological effects of proper exercise to just the fat loss effects, okay, or the muscle building effects, the mental effects actually kick the crap out of the other ones. Mm -hmm. People don't realize this. The mental effects are so much more profound. In fact, when you talk to fitness fanatics who've been doing this for a long time, ask them the top three reasons why they work out. All of them will have to do with something yeah. to do with the They're mental They're all effects. psychological reasons. Yes. Yeah. Because you, you identify this as you continue doing this. You go, wow, it's cool that I build muscle. I look good, but no, I'm never going to stop because of the mental benefits that it's, it's providing me, of the psychological benefits. So it's a much, much... And nobody talks about this. I don't think it's as easy to sell, of course. It doesn't look as sexy. Mm -hmm. You know what it is, is that I was listening to, there was a clip on, um, oh God, it was CBS, I think it was, Arthur Brooks. He's, you know, wrote a book with Oprah. Oh, I'm and seeing was, that pop up all over the place. Yeah, now. and I love Arthur. He's, a, he's, a, he's an expert on happiness. He studies this for a living. And I remember talking to him about beauty and its impact on happiness. And he, I remember what he, he I'm going to, I think I'm going to butcher it, but he said something like, imagine it found a scale of one to 10, you were a five in terms of beauty. And then you spent all your time, money, and energy to go from a five to an eight or a nine. Okay. Mm -hmm. You did, you worked out, you did plastic surgery and all these things just to improve your beauty. He said the uh, impact it would have on your, uh, on your happiness is almost negligible. Mm. Yet people look at fitness and think they'll derive happiness from the visual effects. They think, oh, I'm going to be happy if I look good. That's not why exercise makes you happy. It's not the the way you look that makes you feel better. It's it, There's much more profound effects that are happening yeah. that have very little to do. I mean, that's a side effect, right? How you look is a so side effect. self-improvement work I know. along the whole journey that you're doing it. I know. Crazy stuff.
I saw something uh, I wanted to ask you guys the other day. Uh, the total different direction, but it was on my mind, and I wanted to know if you guys had seen that. The OnlyFans CEO, you seen? Uh, did you see what he made last year? What, was he making like a million a day or something? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that makes perfect that's, sense. That's clearing, see not like like that's is. what the company grows. That's what he was clearing personally. Oh wow, personally, yeah, a wow. million dollars wow. a day. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. Where's he at now? What's his net worth? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe Doug can find what his total net worth is right now. Um, How you know what though? Were know. they really trying to pivot earlier uh, in terms of like not having as much sexual content, or is it was that just a ploy to get attention? And then I just, remember that they turned it right back on. They did, and I don't know if it was a, a ploy or not. <laughs> yeah. I do think they, I think it was considered at one point that if they wanted to go public, that that was the direction they were going to go. And I think for a minute there, they had considered it, but yeah. I think quickly realized when they did their data. What is it, Doug? He's worth two point one billion. <sighs> a billionaire yeah. over something like that. There it is. That is crazy. He, well, he's in that category of uh, people that turned to billionaires in uh, during COVID. Yeah, during COVID. <laughs> Did I share that? Did I share that stat with you guys? Like, did. It was like a billionaire a day. Yeah, a billionaire a day. So he was wow. one of them. Only that fans, is only, crazy. Only fans. <laughs> that's isn't that wild. That's, that's wild, insane. Man. I know. I uh, yeah. That's that sucks. I mean, I mean, he, the world. he's like a, uh, a legal pimp, there. right? Yeah. Yeah. You know the data. On, what, I mean, it's really what the the website. I was has watching. Become, it. Right? There was a clip yeah. of I don't remember what it was. It was like a podcast, and uh, there were like people debating or whatever. And then they were talking about how like, oh, you could just go on OnlyFans or whatever and make a bunch of money. And this guy brought up a chart. Such a small percentage of people actually make a living on OnlyFans. Sure. And you have all these people on there, all these girls, all these whatever, posting videos and pictures of themselves thinking they're going to be the next millionaire. The vast majority of them make like a hundred bucks a month or less, five fifty bucks, yeah. and they're putting themselves now out there. That pictures way. circulate everywhere, ruining themselves. I mean, it's not that much different to like with fitness influencers or influencers in general, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I except mean, a, I mean, I guess you could do embarrassing things as a fitness influencer, sure, or, yeah, or just more dedicating your life to trying to become an influencer. You want to be so bad, like because you saw that the one. Yeah, the percentage of people that actually are very successful being a quote unquote influencer, and then yet the, how many kids. Or now, I mean, it's isn't it turned into like one of the top like three? Oh, where people when they ask kids, what yeah, they didn't want even to be, exist. It didn't even exist as a yeah, like, yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, Logus like it's now become like a top three answer from I know. from kids. Have you guys got that yet from your kids? Are your kids starting to say things like that? And no, like, my older kids no, but uh, I hear it in some of they my do? little cousins. No, they haven't said they want to do YouTube. But they so they. What do you mean by they know? They know that it's you don't want them to. Or they no, know that? I think no, no, no. They don't. They don't. I said no, as in they don't. Um, they no. They, and it maybe because their dad does it. I don't know. They haven't said anything like that. So they're embarrassed for you or something. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I tell you, I went shopping with my daughter, my thirteen-year-old daughter, yeah, uh, over the weekend, and uh, it's all it's always, it's hard to like. It's really hard to connect and have conversations with your. I guess with teenagers in general, but my my thirteen year old daughter's like, oh hey, you know, trying to talk and yeah. So I'm just kind of trying to be funny and just enjoy my time with her and whatever that is, right? So we're hanging out and uh, while I'm with her, someone comes up to me because they recognize me. Oh my god, uh, this was my daughter. As soon as a person walked up, oh my god, I love your show. My daughter goes, oh, and walks away. <laughs> no, she did. Yeah, she did. I was just gonna ask you if if that happened. I walked up to her like your dad's cool, okay? <laughs> She's like, uh, anyway, uh, here we go. That's kind of no fun. matter what you do. <laughs> isn't that? I mean, isn't that kind of funny though? I don't know. Uh, I wonder how I would have been. Like, I can't. I can't wrap my brain around what it would have been like if one of my parents were like famous like that or got like people coming up saying like yeah you would know. think you would have been stuck i think I, so too i feel like you would be like oh yeah, that's my dad's i just cool. remember because i mean people 
sometimes, and I told you guys the story that my my dad won this competition that looked like Magnum PI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom Selleck. And so yeah. one time, I mean, I I went to like a back to school night. And one of the teachers was like, "Is that Tom Selleck?" Like like, <laughs> like whispering to somebody next to me. I was like, "That's my dad." You yeah. know? I was like, "Yes." Right. I mean, yeah. I feel like as a kid, you're kind of like that, where you think that's cool. I don't know. They don't. <laughs> my not, kids don't think I'm neither cool. one of them do no they think it's cool what i do they like it but they're not like trying to show off or whatever you know that's that's happened well, to you already a few times where fans have come up to you when you're actually with yeah, your kids right yeah well another and they time, don't and they the person doesn't walk away and your kids don't automatically go like oh my god dad that's so cool no they're just like whatever but i don't think it's reached their friends that's why yeah. you know what i mean i think it might be like if their friends say uh, you know start listening who knows? It might backfire. They may be like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Maybe that's different. Like if they heard like that, like from somebody, like somebody who they think is cool, like their age, yeah. right? Like the popular kid in school is like, your dad is mind pump yeah. Sal. But you know what? Like, let me ask it you, would be cool. Let right? me ask you guys this. Do you think like Sylvester Stallone, have you seen these? There's a show with him and his kids or whatever, his daughter. Yeah. Do you think his daughters look at their, cause he's dad. They know him, right? So they don't, I'm, do they think he's as cool as I think he is? Yeah, but I think, okay, so. If I tried to, like, if I could put myself yeah, in that in that scenario, it's it's hard for me because obviously I can't even imagine my family like that. But I feel like when you're at that age, when you're like middle school to high school, you want that type of fame or attention, or you think that's cool. Like that's why I think being yeah. a YouTuber and influencer is like one of the most popular things. So knowing that your dad is, I think, would be a cool thing. Like, oh, my dad. Like to know, the man. point where I would like. What would be embarrassing is I would feel like your kid would actually be like bragging to his friends all the time. Like yeah. I feel like that's what you is maybe more, maybe behind my wouldn't back. that be more common? Don't you think you would you would get that like you you'd hear your kid going like, oh my dad's a, you yeah know, blah, blah, blah. He just doesn't want you to see that yeah yeah well, she she does like that guy like some guys in her school have said oh your dad your dad's buffed he's kind of scary she thought that was cool because yeah. they were scared. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, that's all right. all right. Yeah, she's like, they're scared of you. It's all right. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's different. But I don't that's know, cool. dude. I don't know. Maybe it's because maybe behind my back, but I don't know. It was just funny because she did that. She walked away. You know. Yeah. So I'm like, hey. I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's no different than because <laughs> any, anybody who's in my family or close friends, like, they don't think it's cool. I think they they give me shit about it. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. they don't. I mean, my obviously my son's too small to like even uh, understand what's yeah. happening, but like. If if it happens where someone runs into me like that in public and I'm with like a mm -hmm. a friend or a family yeah. member or something like that, like they razz me about it. None of my, oh, you're yeah. so cool. You yeah. don't say that to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, bro. Oh, <laughs> I know. Even my immediate it. friends, you know, yeah, they're 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 almost annoyed by it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my but my kids are like all about it, dude. It, well, mainly like so Everett really wants to be a podcaster. Yeah, see, so they're at the perfect age like, where I think they would think it's cool. Yeah. I'm like, we'll see. There's like a million gajillion <laughs> podcasts now, bud. Like, yeah, but he's got a, he's got an in though. Doesn't he, he does have an in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna yeah, what do they call it? Or whatever. You gotta be son. Yeah. His son will be sitting here instead yeah. of him. You know? <laughs> so, I'll be harassing him the whole yeah. time. No, that's hilarious, dude. I got speaking of kids, my my young my two and a half year old, bro. You know how they go through those leaps where they just their language just explodes yeah, overnight. Yeah. Uh, this kid, man, he's got a mouth on him. And so we were driving, and um, he likes it when I rev the the engine of the car, right? So <laughs> That's cool. I'll kind of go a little fast, and you know, he likes it. Papa, go fast, go fast. So I'll do it a little bit. But then we're going through the neighborhood, and he's like, go fast. I'm like, no, there's houses here. We have to be very careful. We don't want to rev. There's people walking. He's like, but you have a fast car, and it's in sports mode right now. 
I'm like, so I can't. I'm like, how do you go up in sports mode? <laughs> yeah, like so he's cool. watching the dash, so you know? Cool. That's so cool. So he keeps talking to me and I looked at him. I'm like, you know, buddy, I love your brain. And he's like, you can't see my brain. I'm like, you this kid, man. It. He's like too much, dude. Two-year-old kid. You know? That's so cool. He's talking to me like that. I love that. Oh, it's funny, so funny. Yeah, so right now we're <laughs> Katrina and I are going through because we uh so we went to this place called um, Wolf Lodge. I didn't even know this thing existed. Have you guys ever even heard of this? Wolf Lodge? Yeah. yeah. Have you heard of it? No. Um, I, I actually have, yeah. You have? So have you been to it or no? Is I have like water no. slides and all inside? Yeah. Bro, so there's one in LA and there's one in Manteca of all places. Manteca always has crazy it, stuff. It, like got, it was built during COVID, so I, I hadn't seen it before that. And we went there for my, my best friend's kid's birthday. And it is. It's this massive hotel that's attached to like a indoor water park, outdoor Where pool area, arcade. Like it's where is it again? Because they just shut down Raging Waters indefinitely. Yeah, I heard so, that. So yeah, it's. Uh, I'm glad it's still doing well. It is over. Like it's massive. Like it's like a little mini water park Disneyland esque type of place. I mean, I shouldn't say Disneyland because it doesn't have like roller coaster rides. It's Water parks, arcade. How did I never hear rope this? climbing? So I never, bro. I drive. That's yeah. my old where I used to grow up. So I go by there all the time. Didn't even notice it. And it just finished, and they had this massive uh, party there, and it was fucking packed. I mean, <laughs> it was like, and it's so funny because this is the thing that we're going through right now. Like Katrina, like blames me. Like that is, I don't like shit like that. I do not. Too many people. Yes, yeah, dude. Yeah, I yeah. don't like crowds yeah. like that. I, I just, can't get Courtney anywhere near an amusement park, dude. dude. Yeah, I, drag her in. There. I yeah. am just not. And and you know what? Like, and I try and be. I'm trying to be better, right? Like, it's my my. It's like for the kids and stuff like that. And so like I have to like actively inside like put it on and like a like hey let's go do this <laughs> inside. I'm like oh you know what I'm saying like I do not want to do this. And I try to like to try and red carpet it for me as much as I can. Like, Cabana and doing all this stuff. But it <laughs> so doesn't you can isolate yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I can fucking isolate myself. Doesn't Is there a room that where nobody can come yes, in? Yes, dude. Just all I did all that stuff. I bet you checked to see to rent the whole park out. Well, you? so yeah, I, I do ask some crazy stuff like, can we get this in the area of this? I'll, I'll pay for this area. So, we just, uh, so, anyways, we go there, and the kids, of course, the kids, the, the all the kids, just it's they don't give a shit that it's oh, fucking love it, zoo, yeah, right? More of the merrier for them. But my son was like not having it oh he's like you and he was like really he, yeah covering daddy too loud daddy too loud like he literally like sat in a corner and covered his ears with too loud and like i had to take him out of the water park area he wouldn't go on any of the slides they want nothing to do oh, none, wow. none of it but katrina blames me <laughs> she, I could, and you know what i say i go like see my son's just like me he doesn't like shit like that you know what i'm saying we're the same way and she's like no he can feel your energy oh and he can, uh, he's picking up oh, on your why doesn't, he, hey, why doesn't he pick up her energy? Yeah, that's why I was like, <laughs> right? And she's like, he's he's aware that you're unhappy and he can feel you're unhappy. So then he just goes right along with you. I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not like that. He's like, he's like me. He just doesn't like that. Like he doesn't like all the people and all the craziness like that. So I couldn't, yeah, here it is right here. Oh, wow. I mean, on video, it looks really cool, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. That looks yeah. fun. I know, right? I yeah. did. I did all this stuff with uh, with my niece. She was there. I mean, and my buddy's kids. They all love. It was great for them. Their kids. That they they thought it was awesome. Um, not really my vibe. Uh, not really Max's vibe. Yeah. And so I ended up spending a lot of time in the hotel room with him. But uh, you know, you know what's Katrina funny? Was really bad at me. Most people, so you know, it's, most people don't Dang. like. But you're not alone. I mean, maybe you're a little more extreme, but but most people don't like being in big crowds. This is why usually when there's big crowds in areas, there's alcohol. Yeah. That's why there's alcohol. 
People think, oh, only if, no. if I can mosh my way through. Yeah, every, alcohol hey, is, a, is every, a, so, they call it every corner. There's a bar in here, of course. Yeah, because the parents are feeling like you. Like, I got to get a drink so I can <laughs> be in this place. Oh, yeah, yeah, think about it's that. Overwhelming. Yeah, how many people go to bars and have to have a few drinks before they can start to relax a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's a it's a natural state for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like cool that. concept. I totally thought the concept was super cool. Like, I had no idea that even anything like this exists. But it's like the only thing around. So, you, I mean, it it gets like everybody from the Bay Area to the Valley, dude, like dude. Oh, speaking of speaking here. of alcohol, I read the stupidest stupidest study I've ever read in my life the other day. I sometimes studies you just know they're bullshit. <laughs> you can tell by the title. Yeah, you just know. Sometimes really? you look at the study and you're like, this is this is bullshit. Okay, so there was a study published in the Journal Journal of Studies on Alcohol and Drugs, and uh, basically it said. Um, <laughs> I'll read the title of the article because reading the, the study itself will kind of sound confusing. This is the article. Beer goggles don't exist, scientists find. <laughs> Next time somebody makes the beer goggles excuse, bring up this study. Okay, really? It's not true? Really? So you don't drink alcohol and end up hooking up with people you would have never yeah. wanted to be yeah, with? Yeah, they've fine. already proven that. They've already proven that it lowers your- um, Inhibition. Yeah, inhibition. I know. So I know. if that, I mean, that's exactly what would cause that. So how is that? No, it's, well, it says- What's, yeah, what's their- So perception of physical attractiveness, PPA, is a fundamental aspect of human relationships. It may help explain alcohol's rewarding and harmful effects. So they, they study in relation to alcohol- um, and here's what they found. Al yeah. Alcohol did not affect traditional PPA ratings, but did significantly enhance the likelihood that participants would choose to interact with the most attractive targets. Inclusions. Although alcohol did not affect traditional PPA ratings, alcohol <laughs> did increase. Okay, so no. They're just trying to cut no. everybody's excuses out. Listen, like, listen okay, so who, you're who, actually attracted to female-looking tracks. The next yeah. question is, who put the <laughs> study it. on and what is it yeah. like? Funded by the beer, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. big beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the beer yeah, industry yeah, funded yeah. this. Oh no, beer doesn't uh, doesn't uh, affect who uh, you hook up with. Liars. <laughs> There's a bunch of dudes right now who are like, uh, ooh, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. Hey, more random stuff. I saw this article. I didn't know. I didn't get a chance to like fact check and see how many airports and train stations and whatever are doing this. But supposedly, Crocs are getting banned. Why? They're getting hooked. Oh, why do I sound so mad right you now? You know those? <laughs> yeah. Son what? of a bitch! Why would I, I just got into them. Yeah, <laughs> they're this my thing about the order now. Yeah. Not now, you know. Yeah. yeah, look it up for me, Doug. You can double check, but I, uh, it looks like it has to do with the um, what are those uh, like the escalators? Not the the ones on the that make the make it go like the the, the level ones, not like the actual uh, the people movers. People moving, yeah, what do you call those? The they're not an, an escalator yeah. is what goes up, right? So. Yeah. What are, what are the ones that just the go one that goes down is a de-escalator? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Look at it. see, there it is. Well, why Crocs have been banned from escalators? Yeah, in some airports, train stations, and shopping centers. Come on, bro. If it can happen to Crocs, kids it can don't happen pay to attention. You. Is yeah. it the strap? No. Uh, isn't there like a strap it's, that goes over? What's, what's getting caught? Kid uh, factor. Just it's By the way, my, my daughter told me with Crocs. So you know how you have the strap that you can either put it behind your yeah, ankle. Yeah, there's a, there's a term. There's a term my, for it. My, my daughter says when you put it behind your ankle, it's sport mode. Yeah, yeah, sport. <laughs> yeah, that's the there is a term like that. They, 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 I forget what they call the well, two. What do they call the so all those stupid little decals they have, the pogs or whatever? Oh yeah, you can put the little de the things inside of them. Hey, the listen, kids dude. love that. Hey, dude. Crocs. Um, yeah, my son was getting all those. Crocs were so considered so ugly that they put them in uh, idiocracy as the shoe. I know. I brought this. I up, know you dude. did. Yeah, it was crazy. Like to and see. And now they're super popular. Yeah. 
Yeah, they they literally researched like what was the ugliest thing out there right now that looked kind of. So I always think something like this is a massive troll by somebody famous who did it. Like I always think like when when you see like a terrible trend like these, somebody goes like somebody who's like soup. Like t- tell me you wouldn't do this, okay? Or if we were like like uber famous, right? Like Britney <laughs> Spears, Tom up. Cruise, like level, and we're all friends. <laughs> and we're like, hey. Let's, let's start. Let's you can start yeah, the crazy. Yeah, let's see. Gonna, let's who can use. I would totally do that start with you guys. The trend. Let's see who can start the stupidest trend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we make a bet. Like, hey, we're smart wearing a, a meat jacket. Hey, yeah, for people just, who don't think this is possible for a good six month period, kids were wearing pants and shirts backwards because of crisscross. Oh, yeah, longer than that. It was a while. Yeah, like literally, we would that show up off, with our jeans on backwards because all my best friends i was like what are you doing yeah. I, I, I never bought into that one i was like that just takes too much work yeah. i mean they literally started that with that crib. it's really i mean the that, that book hitmakers unpacks this like the the true definition of like virality is just a couple of really famous people yeah. promote something yeah. i mm-hmm. mean that's what it is it's like when you have when you have three people that have five million followers like you instantly can For, impact a, a massive a, part a of the speaking population of, speaking of yeah. style my like i said i took my daughter shopping yeah she bought what look like Jenko jeans, not that big. Oh yeah, bell big. bottoms are back oh, in. Not bell bottoms, the straight big ones, so the just... disco duck ones. Then she bought. Then she got sambas, Adidas sambas, which you guys made fun of me for wearing. But guess what? They're back in style. <laughs> I don't think they ever went out. Dude. They're back I mean, in style. With a certain group of. People. Uh it's all like '90s, dude. Like yeah. if you go to the mall right now, all the kids look like they could totally fit in when we were in high school. You know what I mean? You know that my snowboarding boots are Adidas sambas. That's their their style. This. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. saw that with the yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So That's why I you just gotta wear the same thing, dude. Never. Eventually, change. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be in style like twice every century. <laughs> you just gotta yeah. rough it out for twenty years. That's yeah. all. You just gotta rough out in tees for twenty years because eventually you'll be the weird old man that's it'll, hip. It'll make you know? its way back oh, around. Dude. Hey, are you guys following the uh, the the fight drama that's going on between um, Logan Paul and uh, Dylan? Yeah, dude. He's the he the stuff he's talking about his fucking fiance and stuff. Are you watching? It's getting crazy, like uncomfortable. Per, it is like personal. I, don't it know. Is. I haven't seen the latest, but no, yeah, he was digging. He's got like hard. videos and stuff of homeboy's wife, right? Yeah, and he's like, I'll release it. Or I don't know, man. That's kind of a little too. It's too personal. It's going too. Do you far. think though that that's sort of the agreement between each so other? So that I, I was. That's why I'm asking you is because I'm wondering how much of this is like real. How, yeah, how much is like? Well, I think it's real, right? I think the stuff that there he's the rumor. I mean, but he knows it's going to fuel you, the fight. Yes, right. So you had like to know kinda... that this is the direction. Okay, so the further we get away from the sport and being it truly yeah. about the art of the sport and two great craftsmen at their sport getting after each other, and the more it becomes about the drama, the more and more we're going to see like uh, Ricky Lake and Maury Povich stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. It's. I mean, it, that's that's Jerry weird. Springer. Yeah, MMA. Jerry Springer. Yeah. I mean, it's literally. We're we're playing right into that, like the the crazier, more outlandish, and ridiculous the drama and the stories are, the higher the pay per view is. At going what to be. point is it going to get too far though? It starts to get uncomfortable. Like they're talking about each other's wives, yeah. and like how like we're so I don't I don't think it'll ever get. I mean, because the Paul brother they, they bring this on themselves. Here's, they're the here's, masters of here's what'll happen, shit. Sal. All it's going to do is <clears throat> it'll carve out. Uh, the opportunity for for both to exist. What I mean by that like is professionalism versus yeah. I mean because those shows still exist. Yeah, 
I, every, everybody knows Jerry Springer is ridiculous, yet there's still millions of people that tune into it. Yeah, let's just hope it doesn't go too far. Remember what happened in the 90s with hip-hop, where, where they would talk shit about each other uh, yeah. on songs, mm. and then they start shooting each other? Yeah, they, they cross paths at a casino, and then, you know. And yeah, dude, because this is like really, he's got, video, he's got videos and pictures of, of his wife. I know, but th that could also be to Justin's point. I mean, again, if it's like Jerry Springer, then yeah. it's staged. Yeah. yeah, you know, then yeah. half of it, half of it Dude, is staged. How so. how much do you kind of miss though, like those reveals where it's like, <laughs> you know, like you've been cheating on me. Did you yeah. see the pack of cigarettes? Uh, with the other day? dude, and yeah. then he comes yeah. out. He's like, hey, yeah. they start making out. She's like, no. Did you see? The, did you see the pack of cigarettes one that I shared the other day? No. Yeah, the, it was a Jerry Springer old clip, and it was a guy who was the girl was just like telling him like I. You know, I have to tell you, when you were out of town last week, I went with like you know Dave, his his best friend, uh -huh. and then we spent oh, the night yeah. together. We had sex, <laughs> and then he and it's like it does the music, blah blah blah, blah that, and he's this guy. He's like, yeah, I already know. Dave yeah. and I had a bet. <laughs> <laughs> I bet him a pack of cigarettes. So all I left, yeah, I'm I down a pack. Of yeah, cigarettes. he's like, I bet him fifty bucks in a pack of cigarettes. And he's like, so I'm down a pack of cigarettes and fifty bucks. <laughs> and then she gets mad. Yeah, like, come on, dude. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's, that's, that's classic, crazy. dude. Did you guys? Uh, so this was interesting. I got mixed mixed uh, feelings about this. So our great governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Please did you don't hear? say that again. <laughs> this is not accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Did you We're see truthful here? Did you see his complete 180 on uh, how they handled COVID and the policies here in California? Yeah, I don't Very understand. authentic. I thought he he basically got interviewed. He said basically, I mean, maybe Doug can look up the quote. Look up Gavin Newsom COVID remarks. Something along the lines of, I mean, it's a pretty strong statement. Like, we did everything wrong in hindsight. I would, If we could go back in time, I would do everything different or something along those lines. Really? So let's speculate. We'll have to watch this. There are, couldn't even there are two options here, I think. <clears throat> Option one, he's sincere. He literally learned his lesson. He looked back and said, damn it, we really messed up. I'll never do that again. Or two, hmm. do you think that there's some internal... Poll, yeah, polling that they're looking at right now and they're like, uh-oh. Like, oh, this maybe will, people didn't like all that. This is bad. We better hurry up and uh and reverse on all this. Yeah. What's it say there? Yeah, it's it's no longer divisive. That's why, right? I mean, yeah. it, it was like at one point it was like divide everybody by there's there's but now everybody's become even the people that were like crazy about COVID early on are gone like, oh, it looks like we went a little too far with stuff. We and went since, way too far. Do you know that? You know, what's even what's annoying and really I, far. I said this on the podcast during the pandemic and it's actually happened. Politicians are coming out and they're lying. Mm -hmm. we, we never forced anybody. It was all voluntary. Right. Like, we never. Oh, people never lost jobs. Never lost their job. These are politicians vaccines, actually saying please. this. Are there lawsuits that are all, I mean, there's the constant lawsuits. Yeah, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but now, but this, I think what happened is they looked at internal polling and they're like, uh oh, we're screwed if we don't, like, what are we going to do? We need to come out and apologize and reverse course because otherwise we're not going to get reelected. Yeah. That's how strongly people feel about <clears throat> you this. Know, I was talking to Doug about this the other day when you guys weren't here and he was talking about like the, you know, of course the, the handful of one stars that we get is always anytime we mention politics and mm -hmm. stuff on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Sorry. And it's always Sorry, like, stay in your lane. But I mean, he brings up a good point, right? He brought up, he's just like, so what? Leave it to the CNN and Fox Fox News people. <laughs> like they're so qualified. They're you they, got, they get it all right. I know that's what the the irony of that, right? I know. It's like, uh, yeah, that, you guys that's don't their talk entire about, lane, and they yeah, got it wrong. Leave it, leave it to those people that are lying and that have a, a, a yeah, bias to, right. to talk about it. Not other people that have no no skin in the game. Don't give a shit. Have yeah. no bias. Don't yeah. let us have a conversation yeah. about it. Meanwhile, it affects <laughs> us hundred percent. So oh. it's like, how can we not talk about certain things? It's just the irony of that. I mean, we try. 
try to be balanced is I think is the biggest point I, to it all. Well, there's a lot of stuff that's really weird right now. Um, the the, the uh, was it governor of New Mexico tried to suspend uh, open and concealed carry laws in the state because of some gun violence or whatever, and get and everybody went against her, including. Uh, Democrats, including what's that one? David Hogg. Remember that kid? You know that kid on social media, super anti-shooting. He was he was one of the kids uh, at the park. Uh, was it Parkland or whatever shooting? And he became the super advocate for like gun safety. He even came out and he said, "I'm all for gun safety, but this definitely violates the Constitution." I'm like, "What? Just did we go into another universe? I don't know. What is happening?" Huh. I think the polling is showing. There's a big swing. There's the a big yeah direction. cultural shift that's yeah. happening. You know, because she did that and. They're even talking about impeaching her. Wow. For trying to pass really? that. Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't see yeah. that. I know. Huh. Yeah, which is you know, really, really crazy. Anyway, uh, you guys would laugh because you know, maybe Justin would appreciate this. Those gluten-free nuggets on ButcherBox are now, and I say I know you like nuggets so much. <laughs> they are now, they're becoming meals. I love kid yeah. food. For me. Oh, for you? Yeah. I haven't been. Bro, I'll been. eat 12 of them. And that's it. That'll be my meal. I did tell Katrina though the last time. They're, we, they're the best. Nu- yeah. I'm, I'm going to say they're the best. Yeah, they're hella good. Nuggets. They're so. Good. I mean, period. why feel shame about that? You <laughs> yeah, know? Like, it's, they're so good. At least they're not dinosaurs. I told <laughs> the last time we brought them up on the show. I, I like told Katrina when I got home. I'm like, hey, could you next time we do our butcher boss? Could you uh, do a, a double order? So I because right now I feel guilty. They're like Max is like give me his food. Yeah, so I won't eat them. I'll pick at them when he has them, but I won't like make a meal out of it yet. But if we get an extra. Package in they're there. not just good. Get a little they're, bit of carrots and, and sliced apples. To <laughs> right go with next that. To it, yeah. A little milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're the best nuggets I've ever had. Period. End of story. Yeah, no, they are. They're yeah, hands down. Uh, what they, no, they, they crushed it with. They done really good. I still have yet. Yeah, even though I have them, I saw Katrina today in our meeting. I saw she was eating one of the the egg. Uh, oh, I haven't egg tried bites. those. Yet. Yeah, the yeah. egg bites. You've already done that, right? I did, and it's. I mean, again, I don't want to beat a dead horse with this no cheese thing, but like they had, so they got the um, sausage ones, which are, I think are the best ones. They have cheese, but the other ones I can eat. It's the bacon and like chives, I think. Mm. Oh, so there's one with no cheese. Yeah. Oh, good. So then I can do mm. that. Then. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, yeah. anyway. All right. So. It's you, right, Adam, that uses the BPC under the skin sub-Q? Yeah. How often do you do that? Not often at all right now. I only do it for injuries. Oh, so you're only acutely. Yeah, so anytime I've had, remember the last one I had like in my hip flexor, kind of like high quad area, I was like had an issue. I mean, I use that every time I've used that thing. So I have the, so I was doing the oral. So people don't know, BPC stands for body protection compound. So it's BPC 157. And it dramatically inc- in speeds up healing and recovery in the body, regeneration. Also helps produce nitric oxide, so you get better pumps, blood flow. Uh, it helps with the formation of blood vessels. So it's, it's like it's like this uh, rebuilding type of compound peptide that you can use. It's extremely safe. Anyway, I was using the oral one for my gut, and I was loving it. I called our people at MP Hormones. I said, I want to try the sub-Q version because it's supposed to be stronger, less localized to the gut, but more systemic. So they sent me a bunch of bottles and I was squatting heavy. And every time I go real heavy, I got to be careful because my left ankle, ever since I injured it years ago, my mobility isn't that great. And I'll feel it in my left knee. My left knee will feel a little tight, feels like meniscus, you know, kind of swelling. So I know you're supposed to inject near the injury. So I did it under the skin, right where, right where the knee is, where the meniscus is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's weird. The next day, my knee felt hundred percent. So I, I, told Jessica, I said, this is not, this is weird. Like it can't be okay the day after. This is wild. I've been continuing to use it. This is probably day seven. And now I just do it for systemic, right? Uh, Profound, like uh, energy. 
I feel phenomenal energy, <sighs> reduced inflammation everywhere, better pumps. Um, this is crazy stuff. Remember when Dr. Seed said this is the one peptide he'd have everybody take? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see why. I've never used it like this before. I only did the oral one. What's it called when you take it like consistently every day? Is it like prophylactically? Is that what they call it? That's that? if you're, so it's it's pro-recovery. It's good for inflammation. You can take it every day. You don't have to take it just for injuries. Yeah. And that's how a lot of athletes and, and people. Because I've it. heard it. Yes. Again, other doctors even starting to kind of like recommend that it would be something they'd consider. It's the most uh, recommended peptide of all the peptides. Yeah, the, it has some of the, the most positive benefits as far as like all of us. So the top three, MOTC, for so BPC-157, and semi-glutide, right? Semi-glutide. I haven't tried semi-glutide. No, no, no. I'm not saying personal. Oh, this is like what, like the reviews. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you look at what everything that's been used and researched, yeah, 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 yeah. those three tend to have the most positive feedback. Is that, yeah, is that correct? Yeah, I would say so. Maybe the the growth hormone releasers a little bit too, but uh, the BPC I like actually more than the MOTC even. Really? Yes, I do. Because I like the Mod C, but um, I feel like cycling off and then coming back on would be the move with that. Yeah, you start, you notice it for the first six weeks. It was kind of tapering weeks, off. And then, yeah, yeah, no, I don't know, man. I uh, feel phenomenal in the BPC, like phenomenal. My workouts feel different. Everything feels different. It's pretty crazy to the point where I'm like diving really deep into the research because I didn't expect to notice this much. I thought I would have like a little less like well, Wasn't it pain. too at the time like it, it lowers inflammation a bit? I know the the brain inflammation for yeah. me, like I can feel different. CTE, uh, what's his name? Jay Campbell. Uh, he made a joke about that, but that's true. Yeah. So people who like play football or whatever, probably a good idea. Just constant, just BPC is also inexpensive. It's one of the more inexpensive uh, peptides. Mm -hmm. So uh, Oh, really? Yeah. So it's uh, it's accessible for uh, for most people. From that regard, I still want to take the pill form because I want to try that for, for my your gut. gut. Yeah, yeah. So you, do you? So I'm not going to get any real benefit to my gut by taking it subcutaneously. Well, that's not true. People also report lots of gut stuff. Now, my gut is excellent since I've been using it. However, I was also using the oral version before. Okay. But when I'm going through, because here's the deal: I go through and I read studies, and then I read anecdotes. I read a lot of anecdotes. I go in forums, and a lot of people remark on their gut health. Uh, just from even from using the sub Q. Oh, or, interesting. Yep. Okay. Well, maybe you, plus I have, you, you I have your psoriasis. You should use it like all the time. Like on my psoriasis? No, 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 no. Like just, 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 in, just do it in your stomach. Yeah. Like, like you know, like whatever. But that's why I wanted to do the pill form. I thought that would be more no. Good. They for skin, you could topically apply it. So oh. you could get a cream and yeah. put it on, but yeah. try since you already have it, I would just do that every morning. Yeah, I do have. I have quite a, actually. I have quite a few of the BBC one fifty seven mm. bottles. I have that more than probably anything else. because yeah. I was only using it when whenever I'd have like little injuries. Mm -hmm. I take that for a few days. It's it's, it's actually it, scary how fast. That, I was just gonna say. Yeah, so little, like I, I was telling my cousin because he's like what because he's he's had some kind of chronic shoulder stuff, and I told him I said the only thing I'll say to you because what I've experienced with my knee is because it, my knee couldn't have possibly healed that fast. Okay, I want to be very clear. I think that was the anti-inflammatory effects that I noticed right away. The healing, there's no way I could in 24 hours heal. So I told him, I said, if you use it, be precautious with your training, even if you feel good, because yeah. it, it can't. it's not possible that I would heal whatever was happening in just a day. But mm -hmm. I could see how I would push it yeah. and then maybe hurt myself yeah, even yeah, more yeah, yeah. because I had less pain. I wish we, I wish, didn't, I thought I asked this when we were, when we first were partnering with him, like, um, Professional teams have got to be using this. I don't think BPC is banned. Yeah, right. We might want to look it? it up. See if if what is what is the the governing? I, mean, I don't. Not, it would be like I don't think it's banned, but I think they can't talk crazy about for it. them not to. Yeah. I think like the athletes can't. talk Do you know about that BPC? You know what else it does? Upregulates growth hormone receptors. So whatever growth hormone you currently have in your body, 
becomes more. Well, I know Doctor C's now. talked about that a bit because he had a huge facility where like pro athletes yeah, would come. I think I and asked then, him that. Yeah, and so he would have to work within certain rules and and uh, guidelines for different sports, mm-hmm. but like. He could treat, you know, with pet, certain peptides. Yeah. From what yeah, I remember saying. Be, they have to be using yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's see what it says here, because I want to see if it's banned. Uh, is not a legal peptide to support... Okay. U.S. Anti-Doping Agency and World... Banned. They, it is banned. Okay. It is banned. It is banned. Oh, wow. Hey. As uh, on January 1st, 2022, so just last yeah. year. Oh, so, so just recently. So it definitely works. How do they test that though? Like, okay, I you're a running back, you get your ACL torn. I don't think they could test for it. Yeah. The peptide breaks down so fast. Yeah. I don't and think they could test and it. here's the thing, like, why wouldn't you want your athlete to, to heal up and, and recover so they can come back? It's a, like a massive asset to the sport. I don't know. In terms of it being like a performance enhancement, I guess. Uh, the default, though, is to ban it first, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. what they do. For, yeah, because it, it, po- it poses a potential advantage for somebody. And in, until it becomes like a widely a accepted. and accepted. Yeah. Yeah. The first move is ban it. And then well, it wasn't like things like creatine originally when they fir- when it first hit the they market. They talked about maybe banning ever banning. Yeah. Like what happens a lot of times when something like that big comes it's out, also, they, they it, ban it first. And then it's like, let's go, let's go do our homework and then we'll figure I it out. I just feel like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's crazy to me. Even fans want it. Like, the owners obviously want it. Like the team wants well, it. It's, it's a like, pro. Let's get them healthy and heal. It's a pro health peptide. Yeah. It's not like taking something that just improves uh, athletic performance. This is a pro health. Um, you know, it, it improves health. So it's not anti-health like some of the other performance enhancers that these, you know, these athletes are using. Yeah. You know, I was thinking the other day, I had somebody send me a, a message about um, exercise selection. And then I realized um, something that I think is pretty true. I'd love your guys' uh, input on this. So the person asked me, what is more valuable when training? Is it better to do less exercises for more sets or more exercises for less sets? Now, I know it's complicated because volume isn't exactly volume. Less like, exercises. Less exercises. Well, so, more sets. So I, so I asked him, how long have you been working out? And he had only been working out for a year. So that's well, then definitely that. Yes. Yeah. So that would be, that's a good question. Yeah, that's practice. a good. So if you have somebody who's extremely advanced, there's lots of benefits to Just doing a bunch of new bunch of different exercises yeah. that are unique and different because sure. their ability to adapt to it and and figure out the movement and benefit Novelty from it makes them more of a right impact. Yeah. Right. But I mean, in any sport direction, like again, the famous like you, you only throw like two or three different punches. Oh, right? boxers, but you master it versus martial. Yeah, right. It's just, it. I guess the same kind of concept applies where it's like you're just. You're trying to practice, you know, these movements, and to do that with adequate recovery, you know, you could you could spread that out by adding more sets. Well, look, take a beginner. Are they better off doing ten sets of barbell squats, uh, or doing one set of barbell squats, one set of another one, one set of something? You know, it's better off to do just get better at squats. Yeah, you get better. At but it. the more advanced you get, then more exercises, I think, starts to present for sure more value yeah, for new, sure new variables. So that that yeah, good. That's exactly what I thought too, and I noticed that with my with my own training, you know, so. Yeah. Well, I wish I could promote this like sled a bit more, but I've been doing a lot of uh, drags and, and and pushes and stuff outside my property and uphill and everything. And then what's cool about it is I could put these kettlebells and dumbbells like on you know the the area in the, in the middle, and so I'll just like stop after I'm doing that and get a lift and I'm doing everything outside in the sun. It's like such such oh, a nice change of wait pace. Wait a minute, so you you have a sled like a wagon? Yeah, it's basically like a wagon. So there's two handles on both sides of it, and you can pull from both angles. 
And so there's this like sort of trough in the middle of it. You can put weights in there. You could stack, you know, plates if you want. But I mean, I've just put like a couple kettlebell, heavy kettlebells in there in the middle. And then I, what I do is I'll stop and I'll do a workout. That sounds between, like a great workout. And then just, so you drive just, it to a yeah. place and then do some exercises, drive it back. It's just like mentally, it's like you're doing something completely different. You know, you're you're moving with the exercises. Oh. And so anyway, I just I've been having a lot of fun. What's with the that. name of this? Uh, these are it's called a what sled? Torque sled. That's right, because yeah. it's got the wheels that you can add resistance. Yeah, those on. are they're super yeah. cool. I've been training. I uh, this last like I don't know maybe this pretty much this summer. Ever since we moved to this new place, uh, I train outside in the weekends. Cause it's I got you, the, I have the turf out in the backyard. What do you take Sweet. out there? Like dumbbells. Barbell, dumbbells, oh. plates, and I, just, I love outside. I just training. do. Yeah, I this. love it. I actually have never. I've never had that ability. That I've never had a house where it like I the setup for outside made a lot of sense for me to be able to train. It was and it's like perfect. So, so I, I, I grew up there and, training in my backyard as a kid, and I used to love taking the dumbbells and the barbells out from under the patio cover and working out in the sun. I loved it. I always loved it. I wish. If I built a gym, yeah. for sure it would it's have like a retractable roof. Yeah. I would have a roof that could retract. Boom, some coming in, it's all lit. Yeah, I mean, there's mm -hmm. just we we live now in this time where many people have jobs where you're under fluorescent lights all day or in buildings, and I just really appreciate that. And it's just an easy. I'm gonna get my hour training anyways. Why, if it's good I, weather, like why not? I have a theory to too that it's more anabolic. I really do. I mean, I, I mean, of course you can make that case. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you're getting the, the vitamin D synthesis, yeah, the cholesterol yeah, that sure. your body's, you know, converting to the vitamin D, mm -hmm. cholesterol's role in, in recovery, muscle building. Um, I, I mean, think even your body heating up, like, cause you're yeah. out in the sun too. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm sure there's lots of, lots of ways you could spend that as, yeah, no, it feels beneficial. I mean, you yeah. can just feel being yeah. out there. It feels good. Have you guys moods, ever, moods increased for me. Yeah. Have you guys ever worked one. out at Venice beach? Like the one that's outside. The, we went uh, that one time. We walked through the, the muscle pit. Yeah, we didn't do a workout. That was there, always but. on my list when I was all jacked, and I never did it. I was really mad. <laughs> that's the only way I'd want to do it. I right wouldn't want to. Like right now, yeah, take I'm, your shirt off. I'm an average guy right now. I wouldn't want to do it right now. I want to do it when I'm like, yeah, yeah. Because you know people, saying? there's when actually I make it on the news. You know, when they, they're always like a news carrier that's around them. They're like, oh, there's the buff guy. Let's fucking get yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Well, what's the buff guy doing? Yeah, zoom in. You don't want someone coming. Hey, sir. So it looks like you just started strength training. How do you feel about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want that. Be all embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, how are you going to stay consistent? Let's have this fitness podcast. <laughs> uh, don't they have chairs, like like bleachers, for people to watch people working? I out? think they do. Or is that like, they do outside. I think I've seen that. Yeah, a few of those bleachers. How would you feel lifting? And you'd have like people like clap after you're done with your set. <laughs> hey, hey, did I ever tell you when that happened to me? That would be weird. That happened to me. Clapping after you do a set. I swear to God. Oh, I swear. So I went to. I was uh, nine. I was like, 19? You get a lot of weird people after you do No, that. stop. Listen. I, it was like that I was 19 years attracts, old. He attracts yeah. it. That's why. Yeah. Listen, this was a long time ago. So this is over 20 years. Your this physique's is, amazing. This yeah. is, <laughs> do you want to watch me? Yeah. This is it's over like, 20 years glowing. ago. Yeah. I went I went to Sicily to visit family. My cousin, he was an arm wrestling competitor, um, and he was lifting weights, and he took me to a gym. Now, there weren't a lot of gyms at the time in the town that he lived. There was one gym. It was in this dude's basement. So it was like a big thing. And I was, let's see, I was 19. I had bulked up to like 220-something. I was definitely a not a very cut 220 whatever, but I was kind of, you know, thick or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I went with them to work out in this gym. And he was so proud of taking his cousin, right? Because, I, you know, because I look like I work out. Nobody else yeah, really did. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I went there, and they were stacking plates on there, and I'm lifting. They kept adding plates to see how much I could do. And I, I did a set, and I stopped, and then there were like 10 people that were working out, and they all stopped, and they clapped. It was the weirdest, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing I've ever done in my life, bro. 
<laughs> it was so weird. Did you do this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was so weird, dude. And at that point, mind pump Sal was born. Yeah. yeah. Was born. <laughs> <laughs> Curious today. The ego was developed. That, that was the moment. I, felt I mean, you it. could go down this to like, you've created. You could go down to the um the the Golds Bernal, or it used to be Golds. It's now something else. Ain't really. nobody can clap for me there. No, no, no. All bodybuilders there. No, no. But I mean, what I was gonna say was we there would be so many of us that were competitors that were in there that people would definitely stop and watch and watch you work out for sure. But I mean, that's just, I mean, even being a trainer when you used to work out in the gym, people stare and watch, but you put three, four pro bodybuilders all train together. It's a spectacle. Dude, how, now see, yeah. Doesn't that piss you off? I get mad. If someone's watching me just to watch me. Oh, I'm in such a zone Stop. When, I, when I'm in that mode. Like, how'd that, you know they were watching you then? Because you can see people it. crowding around. <laughs> what is yeah, that? It's is like, that real? Can you really feel like, cause I, I feel like you can feel somebody looking at you even when you don't know. You know, they, they, I think they've done studies on that. Like, like some kind of directed, yeah. I, like it was sense. Yeah. I don't know. It's they've weird. done studies on that. Doug, Google, uh, uh, can people feel when people are being- are I swear by them? it, dude. I swear I could feel somebody staring at me, dude. I don't know, bro. Adam okay. and I always stare at you. You never yeah. notice. Oh, I, I notice. <laughs> we're both, we're sitting here. We look just, at Justin. I pretend yeah. like I don't. <laughs> look what's going on. Let's look and see if there's a study. Because I feel like there may be. I know during the, the Cold War, they did studies on remote viewing. In men who stare at goats. Didn't they actually came back? Can we read something before about moms having eyes in the back of their head? Is like a tr is a true like phenomenon? Like they've know, talked about mom, that before. My mom did. No, I mean, isn't that? They, I thought we. I thought we re referred to something about that one. You time. lift their hair and there's actual eyes. How <laughs> <laughs> scared? Just that they have like that sixth sense. It. They have another sensibility to be able to like know like when their their kids are falling or in danger. Yeah, yeah when they're quiet. Yeah, that's yeah, me they now. They definitely I, have spidey. That's me with my that. little one. I'm like, wait a minute, it's been quiet for a while. Where's where is he? <laughs> He's in the he toilet. Like supersonic sense. They well, can no, hear everything. The, so remote viewing is where they would have people who claim they were psychic and yeah, they would yeah. they would sit in a room and draw pictures of the enemy's bases and what's right. going on. Yeah. And they did studies on remote viewing and they found them to be statistically better than random. Well, <laughs> also so there's something they well, shut I mean, it down because there's also they, that you've ever seen that, that they've done where they have a, a monkey pick the stock market. No, and it does that's better not than the same. Do you know what random is? <laughs> it's like it's so Dude, they, didn't they have, they had some crazy like group that were actually able to go through and like see um, like, like classified documents, like report exactly what was on them. And then that's where they like pulled funding after. Correct. Do as it say, Doug. Gaze detection. Yeah. It's called gaze detection or gaze perception. Adam's good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Neurological studies have found that the brain cells that initiate this response are very precise. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, read that again. Okay. I know. Okay. Sorry. A uh, bunch of children in here. All right. <laughs> So it says neuro neurological studies have found that brain cells that initiate this response are very precise. If someone turns their gaze off of you by turning just a few degrees to the left or right, that eerie feeling quickly fades. They suggest that a complex neural network is behind gaze uh, oh, I like to detection. turn my gaze on. Um, <laughs> anyways, what were you going to say, Sal? Nothing, bro. <laughs> Justin, Justin's got really strong gaze perception. He does. He picks up on things. All it's all energy. His gaze, his gaze dar is crazy, bro. <laughs> gaze dar. <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's How about a shout out, guys? Yeah, who's our yeah, shout, shout out? Doug, save us. Yeah. Who's our? Yeah, I know. I actually picked this one. Ben Just Greenfield and Ben Greenfield Fitness because uh, he's been posting videos with him and his kids doing. Old time strength. Yeah, dude. So I gave him all because he asked me, he's like, hey, can I follow old time strength? I'm like, sure. I think dude. it's so, so rad he's that he's it? going through it, dude. Yeah. And, oh. and they're doing windmills and 
the full thing, like the single arm uh, deadlift. It only took us eight years to impress him enough to do one of our programs. Know, well, huh? well, it finally has a competition piece in there, so I think that's what he's waiting let's for. Let's just yeah. wait for the, uh, the, the, you know, hey, you guys. Yeah, you could have done, done this better. <laughs> no. he, he just wants to smash us at it. <laughs> that's, oh, that's he already can, dude. He's I know. So, the guy can move so well. Probably. Know? I don't think so. I think Justin would probably be able to beat him at most of those things. Yeah, Actually, yeah, you're right. I think so, yeah. too. Not yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. What he'll beat all of us at is he'll do that and then go for a 10-mile run. Yeah, he'll do some crazy swim on Or do some body hang for fucking five minutes. But that's I don't cool. want to do that again. Yeah. I don't give a shit about or that. Or sit in a chair like a vulture. <laughs> yeah. does that on his toes. Yeah. So he's actually following and posting videos. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's, yeah, it's great to see. I mean, it's cool. He's got his kids like involved too. Awesome. I love to see that. No, all joking aside, I love Ben. Yeah, yeah. Home gym training is the best. It's convenient. You can do whatever you want. Work out whenever you want. People tend to be more consistent. The problem is home gym equipment sucks. Well, go to PRX. They have the best fitness equipment for your home you'll find anywhere. It is as good as the stuff you get in gyms, except it's designed with space in mind. For example, they have a squat rack that folds into the wall, literally comes off the wall four inches. Then you unfold it, boom, you got an incredibly secure squat rack. But they sell lots of other equipment and they have monthly payment plans. Check them out. It's the only home gym equipment company we've ever worked with. Go to prxperformance.com forward slash mind pump. And on that link, you'll get 5% off. All right, back to the show. Our first caller is Justin from Florida. Justin, what's happening, man? How can we help you? Yes, sir. First of all, Justin, great name. Second of all, I noticed you've been wearing a Cardinals hat, and since you have been, our team's been in last place. Uh, we haven't had that happen since 1990. <laughs> Take it off. So You're welcome. Appreciate that. Um, no. Uh, anyway, so I uh, I dabble in ultra running before David Goggins made it popular, um, but I've had like a trending issue happen. Like around mile 12 to 15, I think it's my abductors or uh, my hip flexors seem to go out every single time. So I uh, re uh, just revert to having to like power hike the rest of my uh, my runs. And I was just wanting to know, how do I, like what exercises can I do to strengthen them? I mean, I, I do uh, like the butterfly kicks. Um, I've done the abductor machines. I know you guys say that you're not really a big fan of those. Um, I, I mean, I squat, I do all the right things. I weight lift seven days a week, but as far as just my overall running at mile 15, it seems to shut down. I'm able to finish most of my runs, but like I did a hundred miler last year and at mile 50, it was just, I was done. So anything you guys can do to help, I'd appreciate it. You said, so you said hip flexors or abductors. Yeah. So is this in the front? Uh, yeah, it's in the front of my, my groin. It's the muscle. At first it used to be my IT band. I seem to work through that pain. Um, then I was just, every time I lift my legs, it's almost like it's just these sharp pains are going through my entire body. Okay. And it's mm. so, I mean, it's so painful. It's like one of those races I felt like sobbing. It was uh, so bad. So that's why I, I kind of revert to having a power hike. Yeah. So um, there's, a, there's probably an imbalance that's going on. And I would, I would guess that it has to do with your core and core stability. And once your core starts to fatigue, that's when you're probably uh, starting to uh, develop this issue. Now you can train the hip flexors and the abductors and the adductors, and you can work on hip stability, which I think you should. I think you should do hip stability movements. I think you should use the sled and do lateral movement. Yeah. But I do think that uh, your core, it's probably related to your core. And I would look at the deep muscles of the core. I would look at all the, uh, the ways you could develop core stability. Um, for ultra running, I've trained a couple athletes that do not hundred milers, but they would do 50 milers. 
And uh, it was it was always related to the core, and they would mm -hmm. experience similar issues. And when we got the core stronger, more stabilized, it made a big difference. And then the second thing I'll say is technique. So um, when you're when you're doing something with this much fatigue, the technique starts to change when you start to fatigue, and then some muscles get overworked, yeah. and that's when you develop an issue. So I don't know if you've worked with a running coach, but a running coach can identify technique. I wouldn't be able to identify him. I'm not an expert in running. But they would be able to identify technique issues and address those, and oftentimes that even makes a big difference. You could also stop being such an asshole and running so much too, Justin. Yeah. That's a, that's <laughs> well, I don't, I don't run often. I, 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 I play hockey occasionally, but um, no, it's a, once a year I do these races, well, uh, maybe twice a year tops. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just teasing you, but I do think that, I mean, that could also be the problem though. You sounds like you train more like a power lifter, bodybuilder type of training routine, but then you go out and you do these crazy ass. 100 mile runs. I mean, if you want to be good at the 100 mile runs, you probably should train the body accordingly to bulletproof your body for that and run more consistently to be able to handle that to but to train more like a bodybuilder or powerlifter for a majority of your year and then to go out and do these runs, it's kind of expected to to feel the way you're probably yeah. feeling. That's my two cents on that. You know, it's uh some people have found benefit from running in water. Uh, for issues like this mm. because of the resistance mm -hmm. that the water creates when you lift the leg and you know have to and there's less stability but there's more resistance in in uh in the water compared there's to less impact yeah so yeah. you get that constant resistance we used to work with a track team we do that we do with the parachute so you get a little bit of resistance too with your acceleration uh, and rubber bands, but yeah, to me, it sounds like, and so how often do you actually like run and practice that leading up to one of these races? Uh, it's been like, it's like a four month buildup to like the longer runs. Uh, when I start like the 50 K is the smallest run I'll go on. Um, that's probably like a month buildup. That's not too bad, but for like the hundred, it's a four month buildup. And it's just, you know, really like I, I was doing core stuff, which is kind of nuts that it's, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I can, I do super long planks and I do all the right things. It's yeah. just, it's like every single yeah. time my groin just decides it just wants to blow out. And I, I didn't don't. say, so <laughs> it's, So you got to understand, it's not that your core is weak, is that there's a, a, an imbalance and there's probably a technique change that's causing this problem. Yeah, especially fatigue is going to really like hone in on that uh, imbalance. Yeah. And so this is going to get very specific because you're talking about high performance. Like you're good up to 50 miles. Okay. Most people are not good up to 50 miles. So it's not like, hey, you got a weak core. You probably have a very, obviously you have a very strong core, but there's something going on where there's an imbalance between the communication of the muscles that are involved uh, with this kind of physical endeavor, especially when you start to get fatigued. A running coach is going to be able to identify technique issues, and they may also be able to identify some of the core stability issues. Um, and that's where I would point you, just because of the level that you're training. Like if you're like, hey, I run a mile and this happens, it would be a lot easier. But you're, I mean, this you're, you're going 100 miles. So this is when small things become big things. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It helps. Okay. okay. So that's that's what I would do. Do you have Maps Prime Pro? Because there's some really good hip and uh, low back movements in there that I think might you actually think help. You think you would actually well. benefit from No BS too? Because some of the stuff you have in there. No, No BS is like about building the, the traditional like obliques and abs. He, he probably has that. This is more of a stability strength issue in yeah, relation to muscles. yeah in relation to your legs and your hip flexors and all that stuff, which is different. Uh, that's different than just strength, you know, being an issue. I'm assuming you said you work out your core quite a bit. I'm, so that's not something you skimp on, right? No, I mean, after every day's like about hour, hour 15 of weightlifting, I do some ab exercises for like aesthetics looks. I don't do it 
for any, I mean, I used to be in the military, so I used to train it more, but I just try to maintain what I do have. I'm 36 now. So um, nothing too crazy on the abs. Yeah. You're looking at stability exercises, suitcase carries, um, uh, what's it called? Counter rotation movements. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you know, traditional, Contra like lateral. build my core muscles exercises are probably not going to benefit you a ton at this point. All right. But yeah, prime pro look at the hip movements in there. Cause I think you need to do those as well. Okay. Cool. Do you have, do you have prime pro? No, I do not. All right. We'll send that to you, Justin. Okay. But anyway, I've been, I've, I've been a big fan of, I don't know when you guys started, but I've been listening for like seven years now. Wow. Um, I mean, back Damn. when I was in the military, I mean, maybe it was not that long, but it's been like six or seven years back when you guys were just starting off and it's been fantastic. And whenever I can let people know about you guys, I do. And we love what you guys do as a whole community out here. So thank keep you. Doing it. I appreciate it. Man. Thanks, thanks, Justin. Thanks, bro. Really appreciate that. All right, man. And take off that Cardinals hat. Hey, it's, it's, it's my high school hat. It's not even a Cardinal Every, hat. Everybody, th- everybody yeah. thinks it's a Cardinals hat. It's actually we, his we high school. We ripped off the, <laughs> yeah, the logo, so don't worry. We're not putting a jinx out there for you. <laughs> All right, I appreciate it, guys. Thank I'm you very much. Take it easy, Justin. Go Ace. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, you know, it's funny. So I trained um, a few high-level endurance athletes, quite a few, actually. Yeah. And when I would train their legs... So these were runners, right? I would train their legs, and then the day after, they would go on these long runs. And I'd ask them, how was your performance uh, affected? It's, ah, you know, a little bit, not a big deal. If I trained their core the day before, they were ruined. Mm. They would always tell me, I cannot run properly if my core- keeping everything together. Yes, (laughs) yes. Like they got the stamina in the legs, but it's that core, that communication between the upper and lower body. Well, also keep in mind what you kind of alluded to too, that when when you're running 50 to 100 miles, this is no longer like a, you know, it's, this is not cardio. It's not like leisurely running. This yeah. is like a sport now. Yeah. And it's it sounds to me like he trains more pressuring like, the hinges everywhere. like a bodybuilder. I mean, he looks like it. he looks very muscular. He does not for a, look for a uh, super distance. Run, yeah. So. He does not look like an endurance. And so if most of your training and diet is built around, you know, like being this kind of bodybuilder looking dude or, you know, or powerlifter guy. And then you also like on on the side pick yeah. up fifty months, and you could get away with that when you're twenty five to thirty. Dude's yeah. getting he's thirty five now, so I mean, you get to a point where if you want to continue to do a specialized sport like that, and it's that important to you to keep up, that your training now needs to be geared around complementing that. It's not as easy as like, hey, when I was twenty five, I could play yeah. hockey, I could look like a bodybuilder, and then I could yeah. go pick up a hundred mile run, like no big deal. It's like, no, you're not that dude. Point probably right. just does it to flex and be tough. Totally, you know, and that's it. And I, I used to, I can totally identify with that. But you know, at a certain point, you gotta be like, is this good for me? Yeah. This, I mean, when you say it's it's around me. this age too, right? Around mid thirties, mid thirties. If you're going to still train uh, a, a high-level sport, which I would consider ultra-marathon running a high-level sport, uh, you really need to start to hone in on like, okay, I love... You can play basketball or football into your 40s. Obviously, we have professional athletes that do that, but so much of their training now becomes geared around protecting their body and bulletproofing their body. And so it then begins to, the, the training regimen begins to look like that and less like, oh, I go squat and deadlift and power lift and do all these moves. I mean, the I, bottom line is the higher your performance is, the closer you get to high performance, the more small things become big things. Big things, yeah. So little tiny deviations in form and technique, they don't make a, a, a big difference until you start to really push things and then they become big problems. And like you said, up, up until 50 miles, I'm fine then or whatever. And then 50 miles and I, I'm dead. Like, 
Most people can't walk 50 miles, let alone run 50 miles. Our next caller is Melody from Washington. Hi, Melody. How can we help you? Hi. What a pleasure to be on with you guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, so um, I, I was recently blessed to be retired. I retired recently and um, about a year ago, well, about a year and a half ago, I started working out and um, I'm 53 and um, I noticed when I was on the cardio machines, the fittest people in the gym were not on the cardio machines busting their butt. So I looked around and I, about four or five months went by and I had no progress. So um, I took a risk and, and asked people if they would help me work out and um, teach me what they were doing, how they got so fit. Anyways, so I lost 60 pounds in a year. Wow. And uh, I'm still on a pink cloud. I work out every day. Um, I I grew up on a dairy farm, so I'm used to getting up early, and um, and we weren't allowed to sleep in or anything like that. So I'm an early bird. But my question to you is, um, when I come home from the gym, I'm super hungry, super tired. Uh, you know, growing up, taking a nap meant pretty much that you're lazy, but all I want to do is take a nap during the day. So I'm wondering, I know that you're supposed to get a certain amount of hours of sleep during, you know, every day to build muscle and to be healthy and do, if I were, at first I thought it might've been my age, you know, but um, if I were to take a nap, does that count toward my healthy sleep to stay fit? Okay, so naps are interesting. Um, there are studies on what's called biphasic uh, sleeping, which is a little different than having a big chunk at night and having a nap. This is where people try to divide that total time. And the okay. data points to the fact that it's better than nothing, but it's still not as good as a full you know, quality eight hours a night. Now, now, a nap can help when you haven't gotten full sleep, but it's not a substitute. Think of it kind of as a Band-Aid, maybe a little bit better than a Band-Aid, but it's not a substitute. That being said... Naps are very healthy. Short naps in the middle of the day, I think around, you know, I think it's like 20 to, to 40 minutes or so, maybe an hour um, has been shown to have beneficial effects in a lot of different people. If you have the time and you feel good, yeah. you don't want to nap so long that you wake up and feel groggy. That's kind of right. where you cut it off. You know, I don't know if you've ever done that where you have such a long nap, you wake up and you don't know what planet you're on. <laughs> you want to have a nap that is uh, rejuvenating. On top okay. of your normal good healthy sleep at night. So when clients, okay. so when clients used to ask me this, I'd actually uh, explain it the same way that I explained protein shakes, where I would say our goal is to get all of our protein through all healthy natural foods, and then if we need to supplement that for it, sense. then we do it. It's the same way with naps. My goal is for you to get that seven eight hours in the night by improving your sleep routine and and how well you sleep like in the night. But if we have to, uh, a nap can be, to Sal's point, very beneficial. But I don't want to just uh, default to that as like, oh, I'm going to nap every single day. If you were a client of mine, I'd be saying, okay, well, let, tell me about the night. Like, what time did you go to bed? And were you watching TV? And what time did you eat at? And like, were you getting up through the night? And so I would be working with you to continue to try and improve the, the duration and the quality of sleep you're getting in the night so that you don't even feel like you need a nap. But in the meantime, it, we would supplement the nap as needed because there are benefits to it. And it's better to do that than to just tough it out and not take a nap because you think you're being lazy. So that would be how I would coach you as a client. So two things, uh, and I know you said you're an early riser. What uh, would you say like an average length of sleep that you get every night? 
you know, in the winter, when it gets darker earlier, it's easier. Um, in the summertime, I'm usually, you know, outside working in my yard or making dinner, things like that. So I usually get to sleep between 9 and 9.30. My alarm goes off at 3.50. I'm at the Ooh. gym. The gym opens at 5. I meditate in my car 15 minutes before I go in. So six hours, six and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. I extend your sleep at night. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Extend your sleep at night. Aim Do you for, have to get up at 3.50 yeah, or you just naturally get up at that? I mean, your body's tired right after. You're doing... not still milking cows, are you? <laughs> no, I never milk cows. My dad milked cows. Uh, okay. He milked 400 cows twice a day when I was growing up. Wow. He looked like Papa. A lot of udders. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I would extend your, your, your sleep at night. And if you're finding that you feel like you have to nap, I would look at my night sleep first, and then I would look at the amount of stress I'm putting on my body second. Because uh, if you're doing too much with whatever, exercise, stress, life, whatever, that can also start to wear you down and, and you'll require more sleep. But I would add more sleep at night for sure. Yeah, I, w I work out two and a half hours every day, but 45 minutes is on the treadmill, just walking. Yeah. So, so okay, look, you're probably doing a little too much mm -hmm. also. Now... I also want to be careful because I know people are think that we're always going to say that some people ha can handle that much work because of your history and all that stuff. Maybe you have a high capacity for work, but I, you got to be careful. You might be overdoing it also with your workout. In fact, I would add more sleep at night and do less of the walking on yeah. the treadmill. Well, what does the rest of your day look like? Are you really active all day long after that? Um, yeah, I, sometimes I go hiking or oh, for yeah. walks outside and garden and I oh. try not to sit down. You know, you I try to get to like 15,000 to 20,000 steps oh, in a day. Yeah. yeah you don't need to do the walking before the workout. Yeah. Just yeah, the workout. Yeah. I think you're fine with just the workout. Sleep longer. Yeah. Sleep longer. Cut out some of the extra walking on the treadmill. I think you'll get better results and yeah. feel better from that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially considering how active you're saying you already are. If you're getting over 10,000 steps a day already through just normal activity and your weight training, Having you do an hour uh, uh, extra of walking, uh, I would way rather you get an hour more of sleep. Yeah. I think you're going to benefit from that far more mm -hmm. in this situation. Yeah. Why, why are you exercising so much, just out of curiosity? You know, after I retired, I went to work every day. And then after I retired, um, I was afraid I would be bored. And then I started going to the gym and I met a group of friends at the gym. And oh. it's kind of like FOMO. <laughs> if I don't go, yeah. Yeah. I won't see some, you know, I won't work out and... And at first I went every day because I was afraid if I missed a day, I wouldn't go back, but that's not true. Uh, it, it, I found out that I just like it so much that I don't know. I'm still on uh, pink clouds. So, and I just want to keep going. I, I want to lose about 10 more pounds and, um, I don't know how this translates into mind pump language, but I want to be my husband. And I travel a lot and I want to be on a beach in a, in a age inappropriate bikini walking down the beach <laughs> and not jiggle. Yeah. I, I'd <laughs> say, that's a fine goal. At all. Yeah. I have a question for you since it sounds like you, you've gone through this great, great weight loss journey. When was the last time you actually tried to bulk? I don't know my see I'm so new at this I don't know I eat about 1660 calories a day Oh yeah um that's, yeah, that's, that's low for somebody that's yeah, working out as much let's, as you. Uh, okay have you did you hear the episode that we did why women should bulk Yes well okay. I I listened to the mommy one The muscle mommy one 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I similar. really like that one. Yeah, that I mean, it's similar to that. It wouldn't hurt to listen to that one again to the other one so you can get just keep hearing that because I think that's, if you were my client, the things I said, one, I would have you sleep for an hour more. That would be more the focus. And then I would put you on a bulk. We would try and get strong. The goal would be, uh, and are you? do you have any of our MAPS programs? I don't. I don't. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, here we go. I mean, you. I would put you on MAPS Anabolic and I would like, I would bump your calories a couple hundred calories a day. So we bump up to say two, 300 calories a day, put you on MAPS Anabolic, follow it to a T. Get more sleep. Don't do any extra outside of it. You know, you can do your normal, you know, gardening, walking and stuff like that, but don't try and do any more than that. Add a couple hundred calories and follow MAPS Anabolic. And you know what'll happen, Melody? What? You'll get leaner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to walk on a beach without jiggling. That's, you'll that's actually right. get leaner. Yes. In fact, if you did an hour extra, if you did more sleep and did the, didn't do the walk on the treadmill, you get leaner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 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 Your your body right now is uh, you're, you're you're fighting against your body with that little yeah. calories, and that much activity. You're, yep. You're, yep. Yeah. You're gonna. You're okay. If you can just trust. Are you in our forum? I'm not. Okay. So I'm gonna do both these things. I'm gonna give you maps anabolic, and then I'm gonna have Doug give you access to the forum, and then I want you to use that forum as a place for support. As as you as this whole journey, because I know you lost all that weight, and anytime I reverse somebody, they start questioning it within the first couple of weeks, and so mm-hmm. use that to tag us and keep us updated on how things are going. But trust the process. If you if you you believe in us and you know that we're, we know what we're doing, follow Maps Anabolic, get the hour of sleep, add two to three hundred calories a day into your diet, and hit and- your protein targets. We didn't say that. Are you eating enough protein? You, you- I eat uh, 150, but you know, with the 1,660 calories, it feels like I have to be an extreme carnivore to get all the calories yeah, without well, doing it. Sure. You, you know, can add, add a couple extra, add 200 calories of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're fine yeah. now. Yeah, now, you can, have, now you can have a, a cup or two of rice or a sweet potato and a cup of rice. Yeah, so perfect. Yeah, so yeah, follow, follow exactly what I said. Stick with it. Trust the process. If you need support, reach out to us because you can have access to the forum now. And watch what happens. You have that body banging. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was very, very generous of you guys. I'm so excited. You got it, Melody. Right, Thank right, you. Take care. Bye. Stay cool. <laughs> I had a, a, a client that grew up on a dairy farm. And uh, I trained her for a while. She was awesome. And then her niece came to visit. And her niece still was on the dairy farm. Okay. So they grew up there. Niece never worked out before. So she comes as in, strong as and trying, yeah, dude. And For I'm sure. like, hell yeah, you never lifted before. Like yeah. this, you're like the strongest woman I've ever. Trained. My old boss's wife. She yeah, was dude. only maybe 130 pounds at most, five foot four or so like that. I mean, you're constantly fucking lifting stuff. Dude, the strongest guys. Strong. I say this all the time on our football team. We're from Kansas, Nebraska. They're just like that's that was their life. Was they just get up early and they're just constantly moving and lifting and throwing bales of hay and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I crazy. mean, that's why. She, I mean, she would be a fun client to train. She'd be really fun because she's totally. done a really good job. Obviously, she can stick to something and be disciplined yeah. and consistent, yeah. which is always the first, right? So that's already a hard thing for a lot of people. She's proven that for sure. Now it's literally like turning the knobs. Like you're overdoing it. You need to get some more rest. We need to build it. We need to focus on a program that's focused around building strength and building muscle. Maps and a box would be great. Let's feed your body a little bit more. And I bet you she gets strong fast and body oh my body tightens up and she's going to look. She's going to get exactly what she's looking for with yeah. less work. Yeah, yeah. Trust the process, Melody. Our next caller is Vicky from New York. Hi, Vicky. How can we help you? Hi, guys. I'm oh, well. Hello. How are you? Good. Thank you. You look way more relaxed than 
I would imagine. Oh, well, I was super relaxed. You just slouched yeah. in your chair. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call. I'm at my school. I work in a school, so I'm, I look like I'm in a prison, but I'm not. <laughs> okay. No um, <laughs> um, I have just been, I'm kind of a new listener since last spring, early last spring, I started and I fell into your program and immediately ordered the summer shred bundle (laughs) and got right to it. Um, It was a lot of volume for me. Um, I'll give you a little background on myself. I've competed before. I think I wrote my email that uh, I worked with Jeremy Freeman. I figured you guys might recognize his name. He was a world-renowned bodybuilder back in the day. Yeah, let me look him up. I think I know who that is. Yeah. Um, he used to tell us he was photographed more than Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but anyway, he um, – so when I got into weight training, I was a runner prior to that. So when I got into weight training, I was um, launched into his program, which was called the 42, and it was six weeks intense – um, cardio twice a day for an hour, lifting every morning for six weeks, no breaks. Um, very, very difficult program. So in my mindset became like, that's how you do it because I didn't have any other prior other than I went to the gym once in a while, but I was more of a runner than weight training. So from that I've developed maybe, I don't want to say bad habits. I'm consistent, but I get burned out because it's like an all or nothing thing for me. So I ran through um, MAPS Aesthetic, and um, about four, five weeks in, I did a, an in-body scan, um, and I was at 19% body fat, 117 pounds lean muscle. So I was like, okay, I wanted to get down to um, about 13%, because I think that's a good space for me. I like how I feel. I like how I look at that space. And, um, so I stayed in maps aesthetic, did it for four more weeks and got another in body. It's exactly the same, no change. Um, so I was like really disheartened, kind of bummed out. My motivation got challenged. So here I sit, I finished the program. I went through it. I didn't go through it at the same pace. It was just like, I found that I was exhausted doing that. And then all summer long I was doing Definitely over 10,000 steps a day, probably more to like 15, 20. Um, and other stuff like, you know, yard work and that kind of stuff. Um, but plus the weight training. And I, I did, I started out with the focus sessions every other day, but then I kind of backed off on those two. So I just don't know where to go from here. I'm, I was, I started tracking, I tracked my calories for a few weeks because I really, I don't track when I did it with Jeremy, he would prescribed my diet and then I would follow what he said. So it was like five meals a day, roughly around 1500 calories and just two cardio sessions a day. You know, it was like I did everything. So I never really had to dive into macros. So I did track my protein this summer and I was about 140 to 160 grams. Um, And then I was for calories, I was between 2200 and 2500. So a day, Victor. I put on. I'm sorry. What? No, I just. I already know. I think the guys too probably already know uh, where we go with you. Here's the thing: you traded a a terrible program for you for probably the worst program for you of ours. But so 
it's just you, you, and you, you kind of hit it on the head already. You knew that it was this, the, the amount of volume that he had you doing was just, intensity was just ridiculous. I would never have yeah. you do that. So the awful, uh, and then maps aesthetic is our highest volume pro one of our highest volume programs. Cause it's designed, okay. it was designed to mimic how I trained as a bodybuilder getting ready for a show. Yeah, and that's yeah. We would never recommend that to most anybody that's uh, training with us, at least until they're not ready to move to that volume and where you're currently at. Uh, that is not ideal. And so the the res what you're seeing in the in body scan for you is your body's not wanting to work for you. You're putting all this work in. You're overdoing it, and it's just it's revolting. It's not moving the needle at all because mm -hmm. we don't have the right balance. We need to mm -hmm. we, we need to balance you out more. Now it's great you're hitting the protein intake like you are, but we need to back way off the volume and intensity and be more methodical about this approach, which the exciting news is that you shouldn't have to work this hard to see even more results. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, We, we mm -hmm. got to back up yes. though, real quick, Vicky, we got to back up though. You said you feel great at 13%. What does that feel like to you? What, what is it about it that feels great? So the pictures I sent in, I don't know if you saw them at all. That was back about 10 years ago. And one of the first one where I'm like a tiny little bird, I look sickly. I was about 8% body fat for that competition. And then for the next one where I look like I have a little more muscle, I was at about probably 10 or 11. Okay. But um, I, I, I forget how you look. Why do you say okay. you feel good at 13%? What do you feel like? I feel light. I feel energetic. Yeah. I feel, um, like I sleep better. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I just you. feel better about myself in general. Yeah. I don't believe you. I think, I think that we're dealing with body image stuff. I don't think you feel better at 13% health wise. I bet you, if we checked your performance, looked at your labs, looked at how your body was responding, inflammatory markers, you're going to be less health. There very rarely is a woman healthier mm -hmm. at 13% than she is at 19%. Can I see the pics, Doug? I don't, I can't see her pics. All they I don't see... have them included. Yeah, oh, so they don't. Okay. That's very, very lean. Um, yeah. That's like shredded. A woman would lose her period. She wouldn't have, she wouldn't yeah. be fertile. Okay. So I don't, I think what we're dealing with here is you like the way it looks because there's a bit of a dysfunction or disconnection with the body image. I think your body image well, is probably- you can probably... see the muscle too. Like I do like that. I feel a little fluffy at 19. Yeah, then that, there's something else going on here and it's not okay. that yeah. you're healthier and more fit. Yeah, 19 let, is actually really healthy. Let me ask you this. Have you dealt with uh, body image issues in the past, eating disorder type stuff in the past? A gazillion years ago, yes. Yeah, it's still there. High school. Yeah, yeah. It's still there, Vicky. So uh, this is not a, a, a you. So if you, I would recommend you work with somebody to talk about this, because mm -hmm. otherwise uh, you're never you're not going to be able to get out of this hole. Right? You're abusing fitness and diet, and you're ignoring the signs that your body's telling you. I bet you there's a lot of signs that are telling you you're overtraining. There's a lot of signs probably telling you you're not doing well when you get that lean, or even maybe now with the amount of workout you're doing, and you're probably mm -hmm. ignoring them. The irony is you would you you would be you would feel so much better. If you trained a lot less and probably ate more, you would feel so much better. But you're, you're, you're. It's hard for more you to make the, to connect those dots. Yes, yes more, yeah. for sure. I mean, it's also a, a huge sign too when somebody leaves at a program. I mean, the program that he had you on is is borderline abusive. So, yeah. and you left that for the most intense thing that we have. It's like, that would be, but I didn't know that at the time. That's fair. I that's didn't okay. know that was your most intense yeah, yeah, program. I just ordered it. Listen, yeah. Vicky, I'm, I'm telling you this because I'm telling you from personal experience as well. I understand mm -hmm. what this feels like. And I've worked with a lot of people mm -hmm. like you. 
but I know mm -hmm. what it feels like. And if, if what I'm saying is if you're dismissing it or you're feeling triggered or whatever, that means there's something there. And I'm telling you, very this is very classic screaming to me that there's some body image stuff that's going on and you're abusing yourself through exercise and diet and in, in feeling better at 13% would it, what I, I would strongly guess that what you mean is I just like being smaller. It makes me feel mm -hmm. more comfortable with myself. That's, that is true. Yeah. 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 You, but I will say um, this part, I probably left out just to fill in some gaps though mm -hmm. for the Pat since then from those shows that you, I don't know if you see the pictures or not, but till now, like I, that I've been totally working on mindset and not yeah. an all or nothing kind of approach working on my sleep, working on getting my calories way up here. Like I thought that was a lot of calories, 2,500. I mean, it's, it's uh, not, it's not bad, but you're working so much. Yeah. I look, yeah. I, here's what I would have you do. Maps anabolic. You could do the three day week program and I would have you just walk. Yep. That's it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Maps anabolic, the, do the three day week version. There's two or three days. You could do the three day week version, do the trigger sessions on the off days. Do no extra workouts except for walking oh. on your own. I want to put you in the forum too, so we can keep an eye on. Yes. You. So I'm gonna, I want to have Doug's gonna give you free access to the forum. We're gonna send you over okay. Maps Anabolic. Okay. Follow Maps Anabolic to a T. Don't do more than that. You're actually your calories are okay. How many steps should I do? Or how many? Yeah. Is it, am I doing too many steps too? I mean, no, not necessarily. Okay. You're fine. How, okay. To get 10 to 15,000, how much focus do you have to put on going to get those 10 to 15,000? Does it almost naturally happen or is that like hours of you intentionally walking? Depends on the day, but it's not hours. It's like an hour of walking to get 10 and then anything else during the day just adds up. Yeah. So 10,000 like, a day is fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's and if that's how you're getting it, that's fine. I don't want you obsessively walking for hours and hours intentionally to try and hit a number. In fact, I wouldn't even really yeah. care if you're taking an, a nice hour walk plus yeah. the maps anabolic. I like you there. Yeah. That's fine. That's healthy. That, it's good. So with anabolic, I'll build muscle though. That's what I really want to do. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going yeah. to. Yes. All right. Okay. You are, Vicky. You're 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 doing great. I think. Uh, I know this is a tough struggle. It's mm -hmm. going to feel like you're doing nothing when you do Maps Anabolic. It's going to feel like you're doing so little, <laughs> and you're going to feel like, oh my okay. god, I'm going to gain all this body fat. Trust the process. I wouldn't okay. weigh myself. I wouldn't test my body fat if I were you. I would. Okay. I would just look at how strong I am in the gym. Make yeah. that your. If you need to focus yes. your intention somewhere, because you need to have it focused somewhere, which is probably true. Mm -hmm. I would put mm -hmm. it towards strength. How strong can I get? And if yeah. you keep getting stronger, you're moving in the right direction. I did get stronger with aesthetic. That's why I was surprised about the body scan too, because um, I heard your caller. Yeah. For me, it was yesterday, and a woman that said she was she didn't gain any strength, but what she was doing is the phase one. She was lifting a certain weight, and then she kept the same weight for yeah. the next two phases. That's right. Yeah. I kind of did the same thing. Oh, you got so a lot stronger. So I know I'm there. stronger. Oh yeah. Sure. You're gonna respond yeah, yeah. so well to maps yeah. anabolic. And and, okay. and and by the way, that's just an example of you reduced the volume and intensity significantly down to maps aesthetic. It was and, still too much, but and, it was better than what you were right. Doing. <laughs> and so your body yeah. already started to thank you for moving in the right direction. We're gonna move you even further in that direction, and you should Great. see it. Thank you again. So awesome. yeah, no, we're going to, we're going to get you there and then you're going to be in the forum too. And I want you to keep us updated. Okay. All right. Thank you. How do I, it's on Facebook. Yeah, yes. It's on yeah, Facebook. We'll send you a link. Yeah, that's right. Doug's going to send you a link. You'll have free okay. access. And then anytime you communicate and you want to communicate personally to one of us, just tag one of our, our names and then we'll be able to okay. see it. We'll see it. All right. Perfect. All right. Thank, thank you so much, much for coming. All right, Vicky. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. You got it. Was I too harsh? No, you were, okay. you know what? I, well, 
I wasn't sure until Doug pulled the finally pulled the photos up, and it's obvious now. Like well, thirteen percent. Like I feel better at thirteen. Yeah, than yeah, the only reason why. So you know me, I'm 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 cautious with that because of I have a wife that is off the. You just want to see it. One it yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. I just want to see it. Yeah. I, I know it's, but still doesn't yeah. mean that she that couldn't that be is an low. I mean, just from a number. Right, right. So, so but I mean, you were you were spot yeah. on, and as soon as I saw the photos, it was like, oh my god, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, even when she was in the competitive shape, it was just way too way too lean. Way, way, way too lean. So she's look again. Speaking from personal experience, like I feel better, mm -hmm. you know, when I'm, you know, seven percent body fat, two hundred and fifteen pounds. But if I'm being honest with myself, I don't. No, no, yeah. What makes me feel better is I feel more comfortable in my skin because psycho the body image psychologically. Stuff. Yeah, you think you and feel that's better, what she means. But physically, you don't. Yeah, feel I actually better. don't feel better, and that's Hell what no. she means. I feel better. No, you like being small. Yeah, you like right. the feeling of being small in your clothes. It's and an that's, aesthetic thing. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, actually, I wish we could see exactly what she looks like. She probably looks really healthy and good right now, yeah. which is the that's the hard part when you have a client like that. By the way, don't follow program. If a bodybuilder decides to train you as his client, you're probably going to get the Bro, most. Did you hear yeah. what he, the, the protocol was? Terrible. Yeah. You fucking Terrible. kidding me? What are you doing? Borderline abuse, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. But you know, it's so crazy too. I mean, she didn't know any better than she admitted so it that. So it worked for me. But yeah. always, it's so, those and clients- she's a hard, probably a hard worker. Those so clients always up. gravitate towards MAPS yeah. aesthetic or PED or something that I we know. have that we always tell people is like, this is like high volume and it might be a lot for- In fact, <laughs> the more we say you probably shouldn't do this because it's too much volume, yeah. the more we probably so sell. So they go first. <laughs> 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 100%. Good news though, I mean, her protein intake is up high. Yeah. She's got good activity. Sounds like she can train consistently. I mean, if she her saving grace is that she's not eating too little. Yeah, exactly. That's keep that is her saving grace. Yeah. The fact that she was at that high of calories made me happy because I'm like, she's not. At she's, least she's not starving. Herself. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's good. Our next caller is Alfredo from Italy. Alfredo, what's happening, man? How can we help you? Nothing <laughs> much. How are you guys? We're doing, doing good, good, man. How are you doing? Great. I uh, this is surreal. I'm so excited to be here. Um, uh, first of all, I want to thank you guys for everything you should do. Um, I discovered you guys about three years ago when I was in a pretty dark place. And um, I can confidently say that ever since that time, my life's gotten progressively better thanks to you guys. And uh, uh, you guys really saved my life, honestly. Um, wow. Wow. Thank you for everything wow. you do. I'll always be grateful. So wow. please keep up the good work. I appreciate Thank that. you, bro. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. So uh, all that mushy stuff out of the way, uh, <laughs> onto my question. Uh, my question is, uh, can I increase the thickness of my hands and fingers, and if so, is the time and effort required to see a significant difference worth the pursuit? You want little fat, stubby fingers like Justin? <laughs> Nobody wants to. Absolutely, bro. I want to crush people's hands when I shake them. All right, look. So there are there are muscles in the hand. Okay, so if you look at an anatomy picture of the hand in the palm, there are muscles in the hand, and those can be developed. Now the fingers themselves. There's a lot of tendons that are in there and tendons can also strengthen and thicken as well. So, okay. How do you make them stronger or how do you thicken them? I mean, you train them like you train any other part of your body, hand and grip exercises, but the hands really do respond well to frequency. So, uh, it's, I would do, how often do you strength train right now? Or how often do you lift weights? Um, two to three days a week. Okay. So in those workouts, I would include with each one of those workouts, one or two hand or wrist exercises. And then on the off days, I would use, I would grab either a tension ball or what, rice bucket, rice spring bucket or yeah. spring loaded gripper, gripper and just yeah. play with them throughout the day. But don't, 
don't go crazy with them because you will overtrain your hands very quickly. You, so you is, just kind of squeeze it a little yeah. bit here and there, but don't make it like a workout. And little by little, you'll definitely get what you're looking for. Is this more of a grip uh, focused pursuit or is this just like overall like an aesthetic thing for you? It's it's an aesthetic thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it right there. It's like if you look at people who have the, the strongest looking hands, it's people that work with their hands. Yeah. On a regular basis, you, that, that frequency makes a big difference. Have you? Have you? Uh, do you have any of our programs? I'm running. Uh, I have a, lot, a few of your programs actually. I'm running anabolic right now, but I also have um, uh, the sport one and, and aesthetic as well. Have you? Okay, so you, have you seen the Maps OCR one that we have? No, I've not. Okay, that's got like the rice buckets. It's yeah, got a lot of stuff. There's there. a lot of good hand grip things in there. I, I think one of the most impressive grips or hands for, out of our friends is uh, Ben Greenfield. Oh yeah, hands he's down. got exactly those no those, those crazy <laughs> thick fingers. That you, and the, but that guy is doing uh, OCR work all the time, hanging and doing monkey bar work, yeah. and like he's doing a lot of grip strength things. Uh, that program is designed specifically for grip strength. I think you'll see a difference in that. So I'll have Doug. You, you don't have to follow the program. You could just do the hand stuff in there. You can though. I mean, if that's his main goal, what else you got? If it's not, it doesn't hurt to do that. Yeah. You know, true. Fair yeah. enough. At least I'll check it out. Focus. Yeah. 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 It'll be, it'll be, it'll but be. yeah, like if you got like, seriously, if you got yourself a stress ball, you know, those little squishy balls or whatever that people use to squeeze. Yeah. You can literally throughout the day while you're doing whatever, I don't know what kind of work you do, but if you're at a desk, you can kind of play with it here and there. Just don't make it a workout if you do it every day or throughout the day because otherwise it'll be too much. Well, but literally just just messing with it throughout the day will Yeah, help. if you start really increasing volume there too, make sure that you're also supplementing that with mobility, wrist cars, and um, you know some dexterity kind of mobility drills. So uh, just because like, you know, that's going to be a lot of new stimulus and stress that, uh, you know, you might start kind of having some some issues maybe some arthritis i think i think if you're down you should just follow maps ocr and you'll see some benefits from that and i think you get a lot of what we're everyone's saying right now within that program the only thing i might add to that is this is a very unique example of where i see like value in like tools like the fat grips and stuff to incorporate like when you do some of your barbell stuff yeah mm -hmm. he can utilize something like that um but it's pretty simple. I yeah. mean, honestly, it's not uh, like you know, like like I said, a, a couple specific forearm exercises, adding drills, really. and then and then the frequency throughout the day. That's 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 pretty much it. All right, cool. Uh, thanks for the advice, you guys. Uh, you got it, man. I appreciate it a lot. You got it, man. All thanks right, for calling in, bro. Take it easy. You got All it. Right. Yeah, this is a, a super unique. It's a yeah, it's a it's definitely a frequency thing. Um, in my experience, that's the, the strongest my hands ever got was when I would practice just stuff like that, just throughout the day. And I overdid it at first. I would like actually get like a pump well, each yeah. time. That's, Do you that's think what I noticed? I had I started having issues because I was so focused on trying to get my my grip strength. There's got to be something to be said though too about like all the different variations. Like I th part of why I think someone like Ben Greenfield has that is the guy is, you know, grabbing a bow string. He's carrying kettlebells oh, yeah. and hay, well, climbing, climbing too. stuff. That's what I mean. Like, and it, oh, I think all that's like, in the weather. Is it, is, is, is oh, well, it, he wants aesthetic. He wants thick skin. Cause look, here's the deal. My skin ain't thick. I don't work with construction, yeah, you, you know, objects. Hands. I'm not picking up wood and yeah. working with rocks. Like when I do that, I have to wear gloves cause it'll shred my hand. Moisturizes a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> Thank you. I have a yeah. few, you know, I have a few calluses where the bar will sit and that's about it. You guys both have super soft hands anyway. So be quiet. Yeah. Who are you talking about? Look at these, Justin. dude. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at the calluses, bro. Look at those hands. Yeah. Yeah. I'm rough. Yeah. I'm rough, son. Man hands. Let's all shake hands later and see what's going on. Anyway, look, if you love the show, head over to mindpumpfree.com and check out all of our free fitness guides. We have a lot and they're all free. Check them out. You can also find all of us on social media. 
Justin is on Instagram at MindPumpJustin. I'm on Instagram at MindPumpDeStefano. And Adam is on Instagram at MindPumpAdam. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at MindPumpMedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.